Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of Doink where myself, Michaela, and Josh will be going over everything that happened in week 11 of the NFL and previewing week 12. Can, we, can I just start the show with what the fuck happened to Buffalo and Tennessee? I know I'm skipping ahead quite a bit. Can we just say what the fuck happened to Buffalo and Tennessee? When all of us think a team is going to win yeah. and they look good, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Especially when you look at their competition and you're like, nah, that can't fucking happen. And you also want to talk about another one that we did, but it was a lot closer of a game. What the fuck, Green Bay? I don't know. I don't. The thing is, is it was a we'll get to it, but it was a plain old shootout. Yeah, it was really what it was. It It was just it 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 was score for score for score for score for score. So um, but let's start off with Thursday night football, please. Oh, look at this one with the ATL. Um, the New England Patriots take on the Atlanta Falcons. New England Patriots win this game twenty-five to nothing. They shut Atlanta out. As they should. Hey, Atlanta can't blow a lead if they never have one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to worry about twenty-eight to three when you're losing twenty-five to nothing. So hey, what's the difference between twenty-eight to three? Twenty-five. 25. So no. I think the circles back. I think the funniest part about this is isn't this like the first time in like twenty years that Atlanta's been shut out. In Atlanta, I think, I think so. so. It's like some kind of crazy stat about it. Like it was the first time, and then they have four interceptions mm-hmm. in like By three different quarterbacks, three different quarterbacks in less than four minutes or yeah. something like that. It was, it was what hilarious. the hell, man? And J- uh, JC Jackson, JC Jackson. Well, he's not my defensive player of the week. My co-defensive player of the week, which I'll explain who the other one is in a later game, is Kyle Vanoy. He is my defensive player of the week. Not that the offense didn't do good. Do well. Well, Jesus. Well, your English sucks. I know. <laughs> Not that the offense didn't perform well, but it was the defense who it all charges. It, it helps when Kyle Van Noy comes out with two six and a two sacks and a pick six mm-hmm. in so, this game. Yeah. yeah. Against Atlanta, which Pete, it's Atlanta, but still it's Atlanta. But that's the point. But you're in Atlanta. Yeah. That's a, that that's exactly the point. You're playing in someone's home stadium, a stadium in which they have not been shut out in twenty years. Yeah. And then you come out. And, and you, you do this to them. And you do this to them. And now you've now you've went from being a team that's won four in a row and had a point differential of 100 points to now five in a, in a row, row with a point differential of 125 points. Yep. And and it's also, you go from a team that people expect to finish third, maybe second in the AFC East, to being the top yeah. team in the AFC East I s- over halfway through the season. I said this. Yeah. Three weeks ago. I know you did. I said this was the team to watch out for because Belichick has something to prove. He is going he is Brady hunting right now. Oh, that's he wants not, to not see Brady in February. That's what people have been saying now. They're like, this could build up to be a potential I could Patriots see, in Tampa Bay. I could Tampa see a Patriot Bay. Tampa Bay. It, cool. It'd be very again, there's still a lot of a lot of football to play. Still a lot of factors going on right now. Mac Jones could get hurt and that would mm-hmm. really sideline them. Mm-hmm. Someone really on the defense, defense, defense could get hurt. Calvin Oy gets hurt. JC Jackson gets, gets hurt. hurt. Devin McCourty. Someone, uh, someone like Dante Hightower, like someone who's really a veteran on that defense, like you said, could get hurt. So, but it's building up to potentially be that. Like yes. it's a good chance. Um, another note, um, that I didn't write down, but Jacoby Myers gets his first career touchdown. That was wow. last week. That was last week. That was last week. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was at home last week. Yeah. That was last week. That was. It was last. That week. was last week. That's all right. I couldn't remember. I thought Thanksgiving was last week, so we all fucked you, up. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Moving on to Sunday football, Dave. I'm sorry. Yes, we get to start with the disaster 
in Chicago. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Barely. 16 to 13. Barely. No, it wasn't in Chicago. I thought it was in Norm. No, was it, it wasn't in Chicago. Oh, whatever. They blow another fucking home lead. Well, Oh, that's right, because they lost in home, they lost in Heinz Field two weeks ago mm-hmm. by blowing a fourth quarter lead. So let's just go and blow a fourth quarter lead now at home because why the fuck not treat our fans to this epic disaster and the f- against a secondary quarterback for that yeah. matter. But God. they had this. This game was this game was locked down the until the last fucking drive. Uh, it's not even that they didn't play good in the first half. No, well, they neither played... team really did. No, I know. Well, no, the Bears defense really played well in the first half. The Bears should have been leading that game. They had a missed field goal on the first drive. Okay, Cairo Santos has been missed a fucking automatic now for two plus years. Goes and hasn't hit a field goal since he missed a sixty-five yarder against oh, really? against the um the Steelers. So he misses that sixty-five yarder, and then the only, the one that he attempts in this game he misses. And they don't even give him a chance with other ones. It's like, oh my god! Then Justin Fields gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton comes in. Red Rocket. And you know they they want to talk about how he threw a sixty yard touchdown pass. No, no, no. He threw a two yard out route to Darnell Mooney, and Mooney took it sixty fucking yards. Okay. <laughs> the other one that he threw to uh, Goodwin, mm-hmm. Marquise Goodwin, that was a dime. That was a good. That time. was a dime. And this is where I'm going to talk about the difference between how the Bears played that game to lose. And the Ravens played this game to win because the Ravens had every receiver covered on that route, and Goodwin ran an excellent uh, stop and go, and he beat his coverage. Yeah, he had him a couple yards. Yeah, he beat his coverage. It's not like there wasn't a guy around him. Mm-hmm. Whereas when the Bears defense gets on the yeah. field to end the game, who <laughs> they... the fuck covered Sammy Watkins? You want to talk about ghosts? What, uh... what the? Like, oh, let's see. Oh, here comes the under route. Two guys on the under route. Two guys over there. Let Watkins just go free. And my defensive player of the week, Robert Quinn, with three and a half sacks, with nobody on the other side helping him. He had nobody on the other side. No Khalil Mack. No Akeem Hicks. No Danny Trevath. And they're all on injured reserve right now. That guy took over that game. And he should have had four and a half sacks. Because if you had just put a body on Sammy Watkins and given him that fraction of a second, he gets to the quarterback. He gets to the quarterback and forces a sack after a shit pass interference call by uh, Kendall Vildor, I think it was, that Mm -hmm. took a bad pass interference. Yeah, well, second-year player. But he took a bad pass interference because he didn't understand the positioning of the safety, and instead of just trying to play the ball, he decides to try to take out the man and takes a 21-yard pass interference play. So, um, it's just... It is what it is. That was a winnable game. It, It was. And the other side of it that's really disappointing is... They were running the ball well when they decided to give David Montgomery the ball. The stats aren't going to show it. 4.6 yards a carry, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he was strong in that That's game. enough for a first down. You every, run it three every, times, first down every time. Exactly. Exactly. And they're going to all go back to the one play, the fourth and one where he hit the wrong hole, and he ran right into the fucking mouth of the defense. But the rest of the game, he was very good, and there was no reason why they couldn't have utilized him more and more and more. Um, this isn't taking anything away from what the Ravens did, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why the Ravens won this game. Their three coaches are better than the Bears' three coaches. Yeah. I would take John Harbaugh over Matt Nagy. <laughs> I would take John Harbaugh with half a brain over <laughs> Matt Nagy right now. Okay, so kudos to the Ravens. They needed the win because they because no one wants to win that division. That AFC North is just yep uh, atrocious. The Bears have officially. I think they split. Nope, nope. They went one and three against the AFC North this year. Because the only game that they won was against the Bengals, um, 
So now they just got to concentrate on what's coming up this week. And I'm still waiting to hear back from Angela about <laughs> what our friendly competition is supposed to be. But we will get there during our picks because mm-hmm. hopefully she gets back to us by then. Up next, the Indiana. Uh, no, I skipped over a game. Up next, the Green Bay Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. This game was up to the wire. The Vikings led the game. Mm-hmm. They were like ahead a lot. Yeah, they were Green Bay the game came back them. into it. Yeah, and then the Vikings come back, score that last minute field goal. They this get was, the dub. Whoever had the ball last was this game. Yeah, it yeah. was just this, a this was like the shootout. the L.A. Um, Chargers against Cleveland Browns game. Oh yeah, the Chargers where and the Browns. Whoever yeah. had the last possession won the game. Yeah. Um. No, the one I'm talking about is L.A. Philly, where that game was. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Very balanced. Yeah. Whoever had the ball last was going to win yeah. that game. My offensive player of the week from this game, Jefferson. Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson is great. Oh yeah. He had oh a my great god. Game. I have. Oh a different, going I have a different wild. one. But we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, he went he way. went absolutely wild. What do you have? Almost like 200 yards receiving. He had mm-hmm. two touchdowns. 169. Ha <laughs> ha, 69. Um, yeah, he went off in this game. He's a stud. He is. Him and Thielen are probably... That's a, that's a great one, too. Yeah. Him I, and Thielen are probably the one of the best, if not the best... Yeah, uh, but look who throws to him. Tandem. That's just uh, the problem. So, um... <laughs> So the way I look at it is, is if they had a real quarterback throwing to them, that they would be a lot more dangerous. If they had a Matt Probably. Stafford, do you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Not a Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So, I I, no, I really I really hope this guy that guy listens to this show one day. Just the thing is, it. you're not wrong. Like he won this game, but it's not because of him. It's because of the talent he has around him. He has Dalvin Cook. He has Thielen. He has Jefferson. Justin Justin Jefferson now, and is who is only in his second year. I doing know. This kind of stuff. I know. If they had a real competent quarterback, because even with this win, they're still five hundred. It's not yeah. like they're above five hundred. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you're right. Imagine if they had somebody. If they had with somebody. Confidence. <laughs> just with, oh my god, somebody with some with a brain with some gusto, True. like someone to take risks and willing to take hits behind that He's shit offensive boring. line. Yeah. He's a very careful quarterback, and for a team that that can't be careful. No, no, they need to take risks. They need to take risks to try and make some noise in the NFC that's kind of wide open at this point Mm -hmm. with the weird losses that teams have suffered this year. Speaking of a weird loss, the Indianapolis Colts going into Buffalo and beating them 41-15. My Offensive Player of the Week is Jonathan Taylor. Me too. Four rushing touchdowns, 33 carries for 185 yards, three receptions for 19 yards and a touchdown. He almost... Tied Alvin Kamara's record from last year on Christmas, the Christmas Day game when New Orleans, uh, when Kamara rushed for six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just and going I crazy. fucking I remember that game very vividly because I was playing Alvin Kamara in fantasy and I was going to win that game if Kamara didn't put up fifty fucking points, <laughs> almost sixty points. You know who I played the next week? Tyreek Hill put up sixty points. All I know is. You, Michaela, mentioned it that we might be talking about a a possible running back as an MVP. Oh, yeah, because he's. I feel like we'll see if I don't know if Derrick Henry could reclaim it like he was when before he got injured. But Jonathan Taylor, he when you think of an MVP, you think of and no one's really thinking of the Indianapolis Colts as a contender, but they are becoming one, and it's because of him. He is this offense. I go back to who is the most valuable player on a team. Who makes the biggest difference for that team? Not for the league. Mm-hmm. 
Who can you pluck away from a team and hurt them the most? Right now, that is an argument John for, for John Taylor. Okay, He may not be that player if we go from week one through now. I'm just taking this microcosm of what he's done these last few weeks where mm-hmm. he's just absolutely fucking blown up. I think you both have taken him the last two weeks as your offensive players of the week. I believe so. I believe so. I'd have to go back and listen, but I know he's been mentioned mm-hmm. several times yeah. over the last few episodes. Um, and I and I always go back to that argument when it comes to the player who makes the biggest difference for his team. Like mm-hmm. last week, I had uh, Pat Mahomes. Okay. Um, and we're gonna it, it, we'll change <laughs> sports here real quick. We're gonna talk about MVPs with Shinhei Otani. Shohei. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I really think he was the MVP of Major League Baseball? No. Okay? His team didn't do anything. Okay? Didn't do anything. He was great. Don't get me wrong. He was a dual threat player. But at the end of the day, I think if you take him off that team, mm-hmm. I still think they're kind of in almost the same position. Yeah. So so here's my argument with the Phillies changing, continuing to change sport. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper. It's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. He put up phenomenal numbers. Don't get me wrong. The Phillies didn't really contend. I think the reason Shohei won this year is because Otani did something this year as being a two-way player that we haven't seen that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth. Yeah, and I'm going to give all the credit in the world to him. But think about this: the LA Angels, I think, since 2015. Since Mike Trout was drafted, mm-hmm. they have four MVPs and zero World Series. Yeah, that says something. Yeah, that's I, th- I think it's twenty fourteen. Trout has Trout has won three MVPs, and now you have Otani who has his one. So you have four MVP t- titles mm-hmm. on that team and with no nothing to show for it, and you have a team who's won two World Series out of that division, the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. One they cheated. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> there was another thing I wanted to talk about. Um. With that same conversation, with Otani winning it, do I think he was the most valuable player in MVP in in Major League Baseball this year? Yes, I disagree with you. Okay. I think I think he is. Do I think he's the unanimous? Not a chance, because Vlad Guerrero Jr. had an outstanding second season. Yeah, but the problem with with Vlad is he was up against his own teammate. Mm-hmm. He loses votes yeah. to Marcus Simeon. You know, Marcus Simeon, not Trevor Simeon. You know, the actual shortstop. Marcus Simeon. Yeah. Marcus Simeon. No, so this way we don't screw that up. Um, who used to be in Oakland A, who actually, when Trout won his last MVP, Marcus Simeon should have been the MVP mm-hmm. that year. Just go back and look at the numbers. I think that was 2018 when yeah. he was with Oakland. When Trout won the MVP because he had all these, like, flash stats. Yeah. Yeah. If you take Simeon off the A's that year, the A's don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He was the glue that you held mean, that. Oh yeah, okay. The yeah, A's yeah. had made the playoffs that year, won that division. He was the glue that held that team together that year. He's not on that team. Those Oakland A's don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. No matter how good Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, um, the pitching staff, none of it matters without Marcus Simeon at that point. So that's what hurt Vlad was being on the same team as another MVP candidate. That that's why I don't see him. He should have at least gotten maybe one. Or two first place votes, but it's tough when Otani again, like you said, he wins the play, he wins the, he wins the home run race. He had the most home runs. Mm-hmm. He's a dual threat by pitching. He didn't really miss too much time. He missed a little bit of time, but he didn't miss yeah. too much time. And like you said, I, I hate saying it's like a fluff award because you're trying to promote a two way player, but to me, like 
Vlad's team made the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You gotta look at. But then, like that but too. then there again, that backs you're saying that Vlad and Simeon are both on the same team. They are, but why they would put two MVP candidates on one team like there's other players in the league yeah. that you could have kind of chosen to kind of like yeah. diversify and three of them this year three MVP candidates out of the six were I believe under 22 years old yeah Fernando Tatis uh, Juan Soto and Vlad Guerrero yeah yeah insanity yep back to the football to the balls of foot Detroit Lions taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. This team, this game fucking sucked. Baker Mayfield fucking sucks. MVP, MVP. I had, you, you, I had did you ba- read a stat line for this game against a against the Detroit Lions and you score thirteen sorry, points? Angela. Hi, Angela. I'm sorry. <laughs> like. Hey, they the reason won. I was chanting MVP is because going into the season, I had him as my MVP. And you weren't the only person. And you realize when we. When I when we changed ours, I was like, no fucking way is is Baker the no. MVP. I don't know if my MVP candidate is staying MVP right now, considering he's missed three weeks. And I understand that he's a little that he's potentially a little injured with that shoulder, but take him out then. Yeah, take don't him start him. Don't. Start somebody else. I mean, you had no problem starting. Um, who's their oh. backup? I can't think of who their backup is right now. They started it's not Case Keenum, is it? Case Keenum. No, it, it is, is Case Keenum. Yes. Yeah. They started him a couple of weeks ago. They had no problem with yeah. that. And didn't they win that game? They did. Yeah. Because what did you do? You didn't rely on your quarterback to make plays. You kind of utilized your running game. And I get it. Chubb's out and Hunt's out. Well, Chubb was back in this oh, game. Oh, Chubb's back in this mm-hmm. game? Okay. Because he ran for 100. He carried this offense 130 yards. Then there you go. Like, keep feeding the rock. Give him the rock. He also fed the, uh, fed the ball direct to Jarvis Landry for a touchdown. In this oh, game. yeah, congrats. One touchdown, Ooh. still two interceptions. Like, they won the game, don't get me wrong. Well, no, I'm saying Jarvis Landry took a direct snap for a touchdown Oh, yeah, in this no, game. yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Baker did nothing there. I just think, yes, they won this game, but just because they won this game and it just brought them over you... 500, it, it didn't show us anything. It doesn't give us any more confidence in them. This and gave me no confidence for this being probably, my original Super Bowl pick. It probably made it less confident. I don't know, that's just me. Up next, the Washington football team taking on the Carolina Panthers. Both uh, uh, quarterbacks look good in this game. I mean, no picks, whole game, which is impressive nowadays. when you don't have um, Mr. Throw-into-Ghosts anymore, (laughs) Sam Donald, Donald, you're not going to get many turnovers in a game. And Cam Newton. you got Superman there. Yeah, he's playing smart. He's also very well-rested. He didn't play the first... Yeah, ten know, weeks, ten of, the weeks of the season. No, nine, nine weeks, weeks of the season because he played week ten. So, um, yeah, I mean, this was a good game. Um, kind of went the wrong way for some people, but yeah, it is what it is. I'm, Everyone I'm, except for you. Damn straight. I finally got an island. <laughs> well, we were all fucking sinking for this game. The Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Jesus Christ. Texans win this game twenty-two to thirteen. What the actual happened? What the actual happened? What the actual hell happened? They underestimated them. Um, I mean, they didn't does. lead at all in this game, and this happened in Tennessee. Yeah. Be it, it was in pouring rain, but you're playing Houston. And then, well, they, Ryan Tannehill said it himself in his interview um, post game. They shot themselves in the foot. Tannehill he had four interceptions, sucked. and then they lost a fumble. So they just Tannehill sucked that I would, game. I would say even if they had like a cup, like because you had five. This turnovers, is Dolphins had, like, Tannehill. Three. Oh, God, they. 
If Dolphins Tannehill, that, Dolphins Tannehill beat the Patriots. Yeah, in the playoffs. Remember that. Yeah, like, but they're not trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to get to a Super Bowl, and they were my Super Bowl when I'm. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even back so, my team. So wait, doinked math. Does this mean Houston's better than Tennessee, and Tennessee's beaten a lot of other people? So Houston's probably one of the best teams in the league right now. Well, Patriots uh. beat the Texans, so they're not better than the Patriots. So the Patriots best team in the NFL, which is almost arguable. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm say not NFL. say one of the best. In the- we could we could say the AFC. AFC. Yeah, I don't even know. They're wh- one of the I, most solid teams. I don't in the even AFC. know what to make heads of tails of this game. Five like, is it a fluke? It, it five turnovers. That's a lot. If you just take, they what was the score in this game? Four. Twenty-two to thirteen. Did you okay. say four interceptions. He threw four interceptions. If one you, touchdown, four interceptions. If you yeah. see there's a score a scoreline of twenty-two points, that means they didn't turn, didn't fucking do anything with them. That's the thing. No, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Houston didn't do, do anything. anything. That's the thing. If they had maybe one less turnover and had that possession, they could have come back. This game could have been flipped the other way. Yeah, because they didn't. I've... Two possessions. Yeah. Two possessions turns this from 22-13 to 23-22. And the only touchdown for Tennessee was a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Well, actually, no, that's sorry. That's, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Tannehill did throw one touchdown. To the other team. <laughs> He threw one touchdown and then, but they didn't. They missed the PAT, so that's why I thought it wasn't a touchdown because it was only six points. But then their other touchdown was a defensive touchdown. So you think you had one or two more possessions, they potentially win this game. Yeah, you don't miss a PAT. I mean, there's a lot of things that come up, but oh my god, that's inexcusable. It's having that so many it's so hard to make heads or tails of a game like this because you almost look at it as if it's a fluke. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way Tennessee is that bad. You would hope so. You, yeah, I mean, you're. you're, you're Oh, I would hope so. <laughs> God. Uh, up next, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Solid game by San Fran. Three TDs, three field goals in this game. But the biggest note to come. Oh, one note coming out of Tennessee. Uh, Peterson was released. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. Adrian yes. Peterson released three today. Games. I'm waiting for my call. After about three. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're the third on the depth chart there, I'm waiting Dave. for my call. Um. The sad thing coming out of the San Francisco 49ers and Jacksonville Jaguars game is that the running back, Jamal Agnew, the one that made the 109-yard return on the field goal, um, is out for the season with a hip injury. Oh, Jesus. I didn't see that. He is done for the year. He's been moved to IR. He is out for the year. (laughs) Just join, like, half the Bears roster. Come on. Join half of the NFL right now. Let's be honest. Is that either COVID or that? It's crazy. The amount of injuries. 49ers did look strong again. Two weeks in a row, they've looked really good. Yeah. Um, they're starting to get their shit together. Yeah. I, I think it's just too, a little too late with um yeah. with how the rest of that division's playing. So. Yeah. Especially, it's just good. especially it, with the top half of it, that division. It's good to see them like making the headway, mm-hmm. especially since now you're seeing some of their weapons on the field. Like you're seeing George Kittle on the field. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. Debo. Um, they are going to be a team that you cannot sleep on when your team is going up against them. Oh, at this no. Point. I mean, the Rams slept on them, and yeah. I mean, they were having Odell situations, but I mean, oh, stop blaming Odell for that. No, I didn't. Not blaming him. I'm they just had saying. Odell situation. No, you called it an Odell situation. Hey, Odell's a daddy now, so we can't. Almost a daddy. But no, that's not fair to Odell. He didn't know the offense. No, he he got dropped in. He got like <laughs> plug and played, and there was a lot of errors in it. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's not his fault. You I gotta would co- say. they gotta code him right. Staff. They gotta get him ready, and then they'll they'll be fine. Boy genius should have been smarter than that. Up next, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Lincoln Financial Field. 
Philly picks up the victory, 42-29 in this game. Big play Slay gets a pick six in this I know, game. I saw that. Two I two Slay. weeks in a row, he comes back for a touchdown. The first one last week was odd because he recovered the fumble, then fumbled it himself, and then picked it up and <laughs> ran 80 yards. Yeah, and uh, no, and, this one was, and then Bridgewater didn't even try to make a tackle. I know, just, and this one was a direct pass right at him from uh, Marcus Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Simeon, such a um, dick. Directed, directed big play slay. Um, at the end of the second half, it was tight. Uh, we thought they were going to go down and score. Nope, picks it off and goes down into the end zone. Um, they kind of let New Orleans back into the game a little bit late, but um, we kind of held them off and we pick up the victory, forty-two twenty-nine. Uh, Hurts actually rushes for three touchdowns in this game. How many yards did he rush for? Do you know? Three. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Yes. <laughs> And he no, only he only passed for something stupid. One forty seven. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say one sixty nine. No, it would have been perfect. They they rushed for two. The team combined, so it was Sanders, Hurts, and then who's the third running back? Howard. On the team? We also have Jordan Howard, Boston yeah. Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, Gainwell's yeah. a uh, wide receiver, but he'll play running back when needed. Two hundred forty yards by the Eagles rushing Oof. against that the Russian Saints, team. That Russian against the Saints. I and know they were their top ranked Russian. They went ham on them. Yeah, it was amazing what they did. This uh, we've determined since we got rid of Zach Ertz, we can't throw the ball. We just have to run, run the ball down the throat. Just run eight different people. And, and thankfully, we have a mobile quarterback. Finally, we have a mobile quarterback. Oh, don't say finally. Oh They're the ones who invented yeah. mobile. Well, quarterbacks. I'm saying finally, as in recent memory, Carson Wentz thought he was and broke his knee. Well. Yeah, that and was then a, it that led was... to Nick Foles and Shaggy Doo yeah, well, winning us a Super Bowl. I was going to say. Well, anyway, first of all, the whole Carson Wentz thing was a fluke because he took a helmet to his knee and apparently it popped his ACL. That was like the weirdest 20 ACL I've ever seen in my life. And if we're going to go back into the history of mobile quarterbacks. Michael Vick, I know. Yeah. No. Oh. Randall Cunningham. Oh, yeah. You want to go back into the 80s, you had Randall Cunningham, who was probably the, the, the prototype. Mm-hmm. And then you go Donovan McNabb, who was yeah. a pretty mobile quarterback for his time. And then obviously they picked up Vic after he got out of prison for feeding dogs to dogs. So, what are you laughing at? Dog cannibalism. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they have just a, changed birds. They have, <laughs> they have a, they have a lineage of it, and it's good to see Hertz carrying on the torch that other quarterbacks have laid before him. He's good at. Let's just hope Hertz doesn't get hurts. <laughs> A good one. Up next, the Cincinnati Bengals. Got a text message. Uh, Davis. I can't, I can't a, wait. We're gonna we're gonna read into that in a little bit. The Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. My thought for Vegas being the worst home field advantage has fallen down the toilet. Have they won a game at home? I don't know at this point, except early season. But once shit started hitting the fan, and they, once yeah. their guys started talking racist and killing people in vehicles and threatening people, yeah, like wow, man, that team is falling apart. Yeah. Talk about a rallying cry. They haven't had a rallying cry. No. But you want to talk about this Cincinnati Bengals offense? Joe Mixon, two rushing Mm -hmm. touchdowns, 30 carries for 123 yards. Burrow passes, one to Jamar Chase. Um, Carr was average. I mean, 19 for 27, pick for an interception, or pick and a (laughs) touchdown and an interception. Average performance. But I mean, that's technically below average. For someone of his standard, that's below average. Yeah. But... I mean, with average of what the years looked like so far. Yeah, the Raiders have been all over the place. Like, you don't know what you're getting. Like, you got the, the Raiders are the same team. You don't know the Las Vegas Raiders you're getting week to week. No. Every well, Any also, given Sunday for these Raiders. Yeah. The other thing is you don't know who's going to be on the team. It's true. You don't know who's coaching the team. You don't know who the number one wide receiver is going to be. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that they didn't end up with Odell. 
Just to oh, throw more. I'm, I'm so with you on that. Just to throw more fire. I mean, I know I called it. I know I said L.A. I know I was right about that. But I'm just genuinely surprised he didn't end up in Vegas because he just has, like, drama yeah. all over him. And Vegas l- loves drama. Baby daddy drama? From from when they had Randy Moss and even, bef- yeah. like, Al Davis with the way he sued uh. the NFL back in the 70s and 80s. It's like, wow, just, no, he belonged there. <laughs> But, yeah, the Raiders are falling apart. They just don't look good at all. Up next, the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I was on an island my own with Kansas City, and I survived my island. Dallas is shut down by Kansas City's defense in this game. You know, the defense we keep fucking talking shit about? Yeah. They well, uh, proved, my, us, proved, us a, proved us awry. My other co-defensive player of the week is Chris Jones because the offense didn't do shit in this game. Mahomes was bad. He had no touchdowns and interception. It was defense for me yeah. in this game. Yeah, for us to even have those words uttered right now, Kansas City's defense won them a game. But then again, it's also the same thing with when they beat Green Bay. The yeah. defense is the part that showed up. Well, this is why I made co-defensive because I was like, if I'm going to get it to Kyle Van Noy in Atlanta, they didn't have Patterson and Ridley's out for the season. And it's kind of the same thing with why I chose Jones because – um, Elliot was a little hurt. CD Lamb got knocked out, and of course they didn't have Amari Cooper because of COVID. COVID. And then they didn't have Tyron Smith, one of their um, their best offensive line. Yeah, so. they got Tony Pollard. I'm not saying Tony Pollard's, Pollard's a so- good. Pollard's He's a solid, solid RB two. Have is that Ezekiel Elliott is that kind of who you can plug? Yeah, because he in. got he got popped out. Early because yeah. he got he's, stepped on. Well, because the problem is, is he's still kind of co- recovering from a couple of weeks he, ago. And then he rolled that ankle. And then he rolled his ankle when he got tackled out of bounds, and he just really wasn't. Yeah, he the got same. stepped on. Yeah. his ankle got stepped on. So it's like Tony Pollard's great, but he can't be your number he, one. He's back. not a running back one right yeah, now. So he, it's still early in his career. Yeah. So like, kudos to the defense because this definitely gives them confidence going further on into the season and. I forget who their um, who their defensive coordinator for Casey is, but this is kind of his Spagnola. MO. Spagnola. He's known for the defense getting better throughout the year. I mean, like, just look at what he did to the Patriots in 2007. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean. And, and not just so. the Patriots. I know I just want to rub a little salt in your wound okay. over there. But, like, what that defense did with the Giants back in 2007, mm-hmm. they turned it on from basically, like, week 14, week 13, week 14, I think, yeah. right and through all. All the playoffs in all games that nobody thought that they had a chance in, and they, they were the wild card team. Yeah, they were, and they went into Green Bay and they beat Green mm-hmm. Bay. And I mean, they went up against the. Hey, we can't. You know, listen, we, we talked about upstairs. You can't run away from your past. Nope. So no, and I can't God it. damn it! They, they <laughs> and and, us. and then they did it again. And then and then Spagnola did it again. Yeah. It's just crazy, like how good he, how strong his defenses get towards the end of the mm-hmm. year, like you're saying. But are they strong right now? Because they're getting strong, or are they strong right now? Because they've kind of run into some really they're good luck. Good breaks. Not facing Aaron Rodgers, facing a weakened Cowboys team. You know what I mean? It, there's quite a few factors here to kind of look at. Exactly. So yeah. before I jump onto the onto it, ju- that's why I made. Yeah. Because like like you said, exactly. They we no Aaron Rodgers, and that's big. They would have won that game if Aaron Rodgers. Was oh, there. Of like, course. No doubt. Or if Jordan Love had more time. Not in have the like offense, two, games, two, days two days to figure exactly. it out. So we'll. I don't know. I don't know who they're facing next week. So we'll see. But we need to see Kansas like, City. Yeah, Kansas City. But like you said, is we need to see playing. Okay. I have it written down here somewhere. Kansas City is on bye. Oh, damn. Well, gives them a week. Exactly, because like you said, we need to see them face because they faced Tennessee again, but it was early in the year. Yep. And they got 
killed. So we have to see them face an act. Like, I wish they were playing the Patriots because the Patriots right now are pretty healthy and their defense is crazy and their offense is eh, getting better. But, you know, not a crazy, like, high-powered offense. But we'll see. That's, this game was a sad. Up next, we have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Court McCoy and Zach Ertz carry this Arizona offense to the win in Kyler's third missed game. I know. This uh, MVP race is going to change up a little bit considering... Uh, with all the injuries? Yeah. There's been a lot of injuries, so yeah, it's definitely um, going to change up. Ertz carries with two touchdowns in this mm-hmm. game. I'm so happy to watch this guy I actually know. on a winning team, which be it, Philly's starting to get up there. We might finish over 500, hopefully. <laughs> Um, I but, feel like I'm the only fan of a team at this table right now who's not going to sniff 500 this year. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't have Matt Nagy as a coach. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I was yeah. going to say I have Sirianni, but like Sirianni's not bad. But yeah, it was good to see Ertz. He's become such a focal point in oh, that yeah. offense. Team, yeah. Especially with Hopkins out right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're going. They're putting a lot through Ertz. Yeah, and I mean, also with um, Chase Edmonds out, James Conner came mm-hmm. in, stepped up. Christian Kirk stepped up in this game as well. Um, it's a good win for Arizona on the road in their division yep. against Seattle. Yes, Here's a with question. Russell Wilson, who just got embarrassed last week, he was yeah. coming back for blood, and <laughs> and Arizona just beat him. Here's yep. a question that. I've been seeing float around. So we know before the season started, Russell Wilson threw it out there. These, these, there's these teams that I want to be traded to. Do you think he, after the season, he's in Seattle? Um, I think we're going to see off season a flip in a few quarterbacks because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be in Green Bay. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be Seattle. Matt Ryan's not going to be in Atlanta. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing, is in Seattle, he has the weapons in place. Mm-hmm. I would have loved if they had Odell. That was my, I thought he was going to go to Seattle. They have the weapons in place. They have DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. who I believe is still locked up for like another two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler Lockett should be locked up mm-hmm. for a little bit. So he has the weapons to kind of throw to. Um, His tight end's pretty good too. I can't think of his name. Is it TJ Hawkinstein? No, Hawkinson's in Detroit. Oh, Okay. Uh, he's a phenomenal tight end. Oh, Hawkinson's great. I can't think of who the tight end is right now. Is I was going to say Greg Olson, but it's not Greg no, Olson. No, Greg Olson's anymore. retired. He does Fox broadcast for Chicago. Um, but he, they have weapons. Oh, Disley. Will Disley. Okay. They have weapons in in Seattle. Could, could Wilson really walk away from that? To me, yes, he could. My my I, same same thing goes with um, Green Bay. He has. Oh, he, he, he makes those weapons. Yeah. I said that on that on that game that they beat Arizona. I took Arizona because of the lack of weapons that Rogers had for that game. But for I that also, game, yes. But what I also said was, is you can put anybody on the field with Rogers, and he can make them into he a great wide receiver. He can throw them open. And mm-hmm. what did he do in that game? He threw everybody open in that game. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. There's the meme of him lying on the ground with his helmet, basically. So half are you saying? So are you saying that Russell Wilson's connection to DK Metcalf is stronger than Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams? No, I'm saying that Aaron Rodgers' connection to any wide receiver in the NFL that level. is stronger than any one quarterback to a number one receiver in the NFL right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you that if DK Metcalf was having Aaron Rodgers throw to him, 
it would be it crazy. would be it would be a Brady Moss situation. It wouldn't be a Brady Moss situation. It, you the numbers that you're seeing him throw with Devonte Adams, you would see with DK Metcalf. Metcalf's not seeing those numbers right now, and that's nothing against Russell Wilson or any other quarterback who's thrown to him. But Metcalf's not getting the same numbers as a Devonte Adams. Why is Devonte Adams getting those numbers? Because he has Aaron Rodgers. Why was um, Randall Cobb all of a sudden look like he was a world beater again? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Okay. Aaron Rodgers can go to any team in the NFL right now that isn't the Jacksonville Jaguars or maybe the New York Jets. I don't even know what kind of weapons the Jets have. But he can go to pretty much any team Do in the, the Jets NFL. Not have, I think the Jets have Corey Davis. Okay. Oh, my God. Corey Davis would be a world eater with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Yeah. But the thing is, is it's because it's Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Aaron Rodgers is going to have the world be his oyster. He has already said there's one team he will never play for. And that's Chicago. He said that in an interview. Well, so. that I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll ever play for Detroit, and I don't think he'll ever play for Minnesota. Either. I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think that's not. A, I think you're very wrong on that. Wait, about what? Both of those teams. Detroit. I think the only team he will never play for is Chicago. I don't think he'll he have. Correct. That's a good point. You have to remember. That'll be long-term storybooking. Yes. If Aaron Rodgers in 10 years buys the Chicago Bears. From the McCaskies. (laughs) You have to remember, he wouldn't be the first Green Bay quarterback to go to Minnesota. Oh, I didn't even freaking think about that. Brett Favre. Brett Favre did it. Oh, my God. Okay? Wow. I do not see a possibility where Aaron Rodgers won't play for any other team that isn't the Chicago Bears. He won't play for Chicago. He's already said it. Mm -hmm. It's It's not something that interests him. Could I see him in Vikings purple? Yes. Could I see him in Lions silver and blue? Yes. But if those teams are going to make those plays for that type of quarterback, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to make a big play, a big commitment to a player like that and bring in the proper help. Again, you want to talk about you want to talk about wide receivers? Can you imagine Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson having Aaron Rodgers throw to them? And not Kirk Cousins. This circles back to a real quarterback playing in Minnesota. Holy shit. Yeah. Minnesota would become the top team in all day. The 100%. All day. They have a good enough defense to be in the top. If you don't have a quarterback who constantly is making mm-hmm. chicken shit plays, okay? Put Aaron Rodgers in, in the purple pur- purple people eat as purple and see what happens. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Rodgers or Wilson going to Minnesota next year and Cousins being out. Because they have good, like you and said, is they it, have a And is it going to be a situation of Detroit and L.A. where it's a flip, so Cousins will go to wherever? Oh, no, I think Cousins will just be straight cut and he'll be looking for well, a yeah, job. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers, he's done after this year. Yeah. Because he, he fixed his contract yeah, to where he's, he's done Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. The only one you have no, to... No, no, I understand that. I'm just saying if, if Rodgers... Oh, oh, oh. If Rodgers goes to... Minnesota? Minnesota, does Minnesota... Does Green Bay then pick up Cousins? No, because oh. I think Green Bay goes after Russell Wilson. Because they're smart. And Russell, then, does, yeah. then does Seattle go after uh, Ryan? They, they may bring yeah. in Matt Ryan. They may bring in a Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins could find himself in Atlanta. There's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to remember the Red Rocket's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Andy Dalton, he can end up somewhere. But ro- back to your initial point, Rodgers is going to end up somewhere outside of Green Bay. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just who can pay the Rodgers rate. And Wilson is going to end up somewhere outside of Seattle. Guaranteed next year. Neither of those guys are going to be on those teams. Neither of them. It's going to be interesting. Up next, the 
Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. We mentioned this a few times. The Los Angeles Chargers play football to the last possession. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whoever has the last possession wins this football game. Mm-hmm. LA wins the game 41-37 on Sunday Night Football. Austin Eckler. If Jonathan Taylor didn't, didn't have the performance he did, <laughs> Austin Eckler, four touchdowns, two through the air, two on the ground. Big Ben has three touchdowns himself, 28 for 44, 273 yards. This was a good football game. Of course, high scoring, mm-hmm. nonstop. And actually, back to what we were just talking about, Roethlisberg is done after this year, I think. Yeah. There's going to be a big opening in Pittsburgh. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks in different spots next year. Just another just another one to kind of throw out there. And that's a, they have a good culture, I think, because of Mike Tomlin. He's a great head coach. Yes. And um, they'll be getting Juju Smith-Suster back because he's injured. And yep. they have the um, Claypool, Claypool on the other side. Yep. He's too busy doing TikToks. <laughs> Let him do TikToks. And now this, they had, um, I don't even know who this receiver is. Um, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. He had over 100 yards in this game. So it's like, and then they have Najee Harris, the rookie, um, at running back. So yep. they have, um, I forgot who the backup that they brought in from Washington. They're uh, just building. Because that they team's were looking building at right him. Now. Yeah, if, but like you said, if Roethlisberger, and I have a feeling he's going to retire after this year. Yeah, he's not going elsewhere. He's, he's this done. This is a good spot to be in the. He's going he's gonna to hang up his pads. The black and gold. Yep. Be yeah. a very good one. This is gonna be a good lot, good amount of teams over this year. Monday night football: the New York Giants taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, wait, before, did we forget Miami versus Jets? Yeah, we skipped right over that. Okay. Did I Under- not even write that no, down? You well, did the it. The thing is understandable. I didn't even write I that wanna, fucking game I just down. Wanna- because I have the I have my notes here, and I was just like, "Do you want to just run down the quick notes on Miami, no. and New York? Because that game was a shit show." No, what's there to run down? Like, what are we gonna even talk about? Flacco? I picked I picked that game okay. to be a tie, <laughs> and it was almost a tie. Okay, that's how shitty that game was. Skip. I just realized we fucking skipped over that. I don't care. Yeah. Skip. New York Giants taking on the Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. The Bucks win the game thirty to ten in Tampa. Poor Daniel Jones. At least he lost his offensive coordinator who's trying to I kill know. him. It's, it's, I know, Miles Garrett. <laughs> Jason Garrett. Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. Miles close. Garrett. What That's is it enough. with me and first names? What the fuck? It was horrible. Simeon's Garrett's. You can't get them all Garriott's. screwed up. <laughs> Garrett's. Did I just say Garrett's? Yes, Garrett. Jesus Christ. But oh, anyway, Jesus. yeah. Um yeah, I, I a few weeks ago, mistakenly said Garrett was the head coach. He's not the head coach. He's the head, he's the offensive coordinator. Joe, Joe Judge. Joe Judge is the head coach. Regardless, Garrett was trying to get Daniel Jones killed with his play calling, and I think finally somebody in the Mara family was watching old tape and is like, hey, this is our like $100 million quarterback. Can we protect this guy? <laughs> Who do we need to fire? And they're like, fire that guy. Garrett. He was just fired last year, so. Yeah. You want to talk about another quarterback? Uh, not another quarterback. Another head coach that might get fired. Who? Who? Uh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, uh, there's a rumor uh, circulating coming out of Chicago that um, Thursday may be his last day in Chicago. Although, there's stuff being debunked about that as well. I'll believe it when I see it because Chicago in 101 years has never fired a head coach in the middle of a season. They've never I, done it. I just have a feeling that whether it's Thursday, Friday, or mid-February, 
Matt Nagy will find himself without a job oh, in yeah. Chicago. I have a feeling he's going to be fired at the end of the season. I don't think. He should have been fired at the end of the last season. Well, you know. But Chicago's been in a downward spiral ever since he fired Lovey Smith after a 10-6 and six season and they missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Lovey Smith, who consistently put out an excellent product on the field. You fired him. You went to Mark Trestman. You went from 10-6 and six to 8-8 eight and eight to 6-10 and 10 mm-hmm. to 3-13. and 13. In three seasons, with essentially the same defensive roster, yeah, the same defensive roster. Not to harken back on fucking open wounds and sores on my memories, <laughs> fucking Mark Tressman, Canadian Football League cockbag. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Let's talk Giants Bucks. Um, you, you want to talk about how Brady's got weasels? I was watching this game and he ran that. Did you see him sidestep? Yeah, his leg to avoid he broke that angles. He broke angles. Oh my God, this forty-four-year-old man can run better than I can. Hey, I'm and that's o- saying something. I'm always going to be reminded. You're not of- getting that phone call, Dave. He's going to be the third-string running back in, <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm always going to be reminded of one time Tom Brady broke ankles, and you'll oh, know what I'm talking about. Brian Urlacher. I was oh, at he that used game. His hand too. I was at that game Ooh. live. And if you ever listen to Erlacher talk about that game, he'll admit it. He goes, I was salivating. And then all of a sudden I realized I over-pursued. He could have <laughs> this. could like, have been. Not like, it, that could, he used his hand. Yeah. He's like, get on my way, boy. Like, oh my like God. what could have essentially been the end of Tom Brady's career at that point. Like... It, it's some alternate parallel universe in the Spidey in the Spider-Man multiverse. Forget the seven Super Bowls. Like, he, that play right he's there. He's dead <laughs> at that point. Or lack of flattens him and, and kills him. There's no Giselle Bunchin. There's no oh, TB12. There's no, there, you know what there is? There's no TB12. There's BU54. That's what there is. Okay? He kills Brady in New England in oh, some God. alternate universe. Okay? Um... But yeah, he showed those wheels again this oh, week. On third down too. I know. On third down and, that, and early in the game too. Man, so, that's at the tone. That TB12 shit must really fucking work. I guess so. Man, those massages. So that wraps up week eleven. Scores at the doors. I am ninety-two, seventy-two, and one. What was your What was your record? This oh, week? records going in was eighty-three, sixty-six, and one. Dave was seventy-two, seventy-seven, and one. Mikhail was fifty-seven and forty-four, and one. Angel was fifty-six, sixty-one, and one. This fucking ties screwing me over. With how, these. how did you do this week, though? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I went nine and six. Okay, Dave. Went six and nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Michaela went seven and eight. Angela went eight and seven. And our first week guest, Darian, went seven and eight as well. I don't so, care. I don't care. I was low man on the totem pole. It was sixty-nine. Scores of the doors: ninety-two, seventy-two, and one for myself. Dave seventy-eight, eighty-six, and one. Michaela sixty-four, fifty-two, and one. Angela sixty-four, sixty-eight, and one. And Darian seven and eight. Uh. Bye week teams for week 12. Just going to run these down real quick before we There's hit. only two, right? There's only two. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, 7-4, first place in the AFC West, and the Arizona Cardinals, 9-2, first place in the NFC Need West. That, that West needs the rest. That's the first right. place in the West needs the rest. Thursday football, we have three games this week with Thanksgiving Turkey Day on Thursday. The first game, the 12-30 game between the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. Before picks are made, it has gotten interesting. So I obviously am a Chicago Bears fan. And one of our 
fellow Doinks, one of our true listeners, Angela, is a Lions fan. So we have been discussing this friendly wager thing. And she said she was going to put the ball in my court. And I said, well, why not a tattoo? She killed that pretty quickly. So now what it is, and it is going out into the universe, if the Chicago Bears win, Angela has to get a Chicago Sea Henna. If the Detroit Lions win, I have to get the Lions Roaring Lion Henna. Okay? I will post it on social media. Angela, I will challenge you to post it on social media. And I've gotten the confirmation from her. So this way that the the rest of you guys can stop. Stop. Ah, there we go. He's struggling with his phone right now. Oh, she put the deal in. Got Homer Simpson signed, signed sealed, and delivered. So, as we well know, Angela will be taking the Detroit Lions in this game. I will be taking the Chicago Bears in this game. Joshua. Myself and Darian are both taking the Chicago Bears. I am also taking the Chicago Bears. Angela, you are on an island, and I hope you enjoy your (laughs) sea. Up next, the I believe it's a 4:30 game. Yep, the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Dallas Cowboys in AT&T Stadium. Both myself, actually wrong. I have the Dallas Cowboys. Darian has the Las Vegas Raiders. Interesting. I have Dallas. I don't think they'll uh, go two on, in a row on Thanksgiving at home. It's the Cowboys. Angela has also taken the Cowboys. On Darian is on right, his Vegas island. All right. Thursday night football. The Buffalo Bills taking on the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Buffalo's not doing two in a row. Buffalo's winning this football game. Darian's got the Saints. I have the Saints too. I don't know. I'm I'm not really liking what the Bills are putting out. And I know the Saints just lost too, but they scored they scored twenty nine points. The thing I don't like right now about the Bills is Josh Allen has been not has not been the same since he met Josh Allen. <laughs> it's true. It's I mean Can he come back? Is the question? Um, Angela's also taking the Saints, but I am going to take the Bills in this game. Up next, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. I've got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Darian, I put the wrong freaking team in the thing. Hold on, let me get to his picks. He has, I think, the Bucks. My apologies. Okay. I also have the Bucks. Angela's taking the Bucks, and I'm going to take the Colts. You know what? I was thinking when I saw this, they um, Every- have to see how Tampa Bay's defense does because they've been rocky, and Jonathan Taylor has been going crazy. So yes. their run defense and, has to. And the Bucks have a great run defense. They don't give up many hundred yard rushers. Okay? Vita Villa is injured though. He's out. I don't know Correct. how long. So, so we'll I I just I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with them just pounding the rock. I just if you can run the ball and you can keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands, you can win the game. You can. That's so, the way to do it. I'm gonna go with the Colts in this game. Up next, the New York Jets taking on the Houston Texans. I already got my pick in. Garbage I have game. the Texans. Darian's got the Texans. I got the Texans. Um, Angela has the Texans, and I have taken a tie. <laughs> I'm taking a tie. Do it. Fuck this game. You were close last time. I was. I'm going to continue to take it every time I see the Jets facing some other mediocre or piss poor team. Because somehow the Jets play up to mediocrity and play down to piss poor them. So, 
Up next, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants. I've got the Eagles, obviously. Darian's got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. Put them all on the board. Everybody's got the Eagles in this game. Philadelphia. Fly, Eagles, fly. Up next, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Miami Dolphins. I have the Carolina Panthers. Darian has the Carolina Panthers. I got the Panthers. Angela is taking the Panthers, and I'm also going to take the Panthers. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm just trying to fill the notes in here as I go. <laughs> Up next, the Tennessee Titans taking on the New England Patriots in New England. It's the Pats. Who does Darian got? Cross the way. Oh, he's got the Pats as well. Pats and Pats. I got the Pats. Uh, They're at home. Yeah, he's got the Pats. Yeah, Angela did take the Titans. Um, Angela can stay on her second island. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Pats because I think the Pats... From this point forward, I'm just going to start taking over the AFC. This is the game, though. Like, I feel like I know. This is the game that has to identify them mm-hmm. as the predominant AFC team. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be any game that they have to showcase, they have to show up and show out, it's this game. Correct them on Because you're going up against a former player who's a head coach at the other side. Ugh. And they will. And he knows the team. He does. He knows it. He knows the defensive scheme. Because guess what? Belichick hasn't changed his defensive scheme, he just plugs different pieces in. So, can Vrabel take advantage of it? We'll can see. Tannehill take advantage of it? Because they don't have a running game right now. Yeah. So We'll see what happens. Yes. Should be a good game. Up next, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Both Darian and I have the Bengals in this game at home. I got the Bengals, too. As does Angela, and I am taking the Steelers. All right. I like you on this You're island. We're on an island. My second one. Up next, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> in Jacksonville. It's Splitsville on our end. Darian has Atlanta. I have Jacksonville. I have Atlanta. Uh, Angela took Atlanta, and since I've already taken one tie this week, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm only taking Atlanta with the assumption that Patterson is back. If he's not, I'm, I think I'm I'm taking the Jaguars just on the assumption that Urban Maya is going to be grinding on some girls, and maybe it'll <laughs> he's, get him sprung. I, no, I have it. That he's going to eat so much at Thanksgiving, he's not going to be able to go out and party, so he's going to be focused in on football. Okay. All right. Okay. Up next, the Los Angeles Chargers. 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 Taking on the Denver Broncos. I have a feeling it could be a clean sweep. L.A. on our side. I got L.A. Uh, Angela took the Broncos, and this will be her third island because I'm also going to take L.A. Up next, the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. This is a split on our end. Darren's got the Rams. I have the Green Bay Packers. I got the Packers. I think think the Rams will still kind of be in a little offensive lull trying to get Odell into the offense. So, um, Angela took the Packers. I'm taking the Rams. They had a bye week last week. That is true. They had time. They They had had time. They have had time to put Odell into that offense. Yes. We'll they've got time. They've had time for him and Matt Stafford to almost fill that Robert Woods role. Yeah, it'll be a great game. It's going to be. It's going to be a game of the either week. that. Or it's going to be a clunker, and the Packers <laughs> is that going to be out. a shootout or yeah. the complete opposite? Yep. Vikings 49ers. Up next, yes, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Both Darian and I have the San Francisco 49ers. I have Minnesota. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> I have the 49ers as does Angela. You enjoy your Judas Island. I think this is my first island. No, you've no, had it's islands. not. You've it's had not? islands. To, this week really? it's your first one. Your first but, island this week. Yeah, you've had islands I don't know before. Why I don't think I've ever been on an island. No, you've. We've all been on. We've islands. all been on islands. We had that a few one weeks week ago. We yeah, we were all on a single all, island, on a different island. And Dave's was the only one that sank. Yeah, oh, this is remember? probably just. 
the most sad one that I've ever been on. Yeah, because you're Judas, because I called you out for it. Up next, Cleveland <laughs> Browns taking you out after this. Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens. I've got Baltimore. Darian's got Cleveland. I got Baltimore. I'm taking the Ravens, as is uh, Angela. Darian is on his Cleveland, Ohio Island. Mm. His Ohioland. Ohioland. <laughs> Ohioland. Monday night football, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Washington football team. Darian's got Seattle. I got Heineke in the football team, baby. I got Heineke, too. And they're at home. Man, so. I hope Darian likes his islands because he's I on know. another one today. Because... I'm going back to Heineke. He he got me my my solo island victory last <laughs> week, and uh, Angela took WFT as well. All right, righty. So that actually wraps up the picks for the week. Dave, let's take us home. Um, thank you all for joining us once again and listening to Doint. Um, as you know, we always appreciate all the feedback and comments that you guys have. Uh, we have been a little bit more active on social media. Uh, Double Doink Network. Thanks to my- our lovely co-host Michaela. Yes. Oh. And always. Um, as you know, you can follow us on Double Doink Network on Instagram or Twitter. Um, we're not doing very well with that, but Michaela's been killing it. Oh. Let's 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 hold what? off. Don't hold me off. Well, we forgot of our uh, our media suggestion of the week. I know. I know. Uh, completely <laughs> forgot about that. So let me real quick. Okay, I got mine. Um, <laughs> mine's another album. Um, it's an album I've been rocking out to all week. Okay. Um, it's Beartooth's 2021 album below. Uh, it's such a solid album. It's it really is easily in my top ten this year. It's my it's my marathon hype album. It's such a great album. Yeah, just just the first like below like when I need to get hyped up right before a race starts. Like that's yeah. the song I listen to. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, my I chose an album this week. I'm going to see this person in concert tomorrow, so maybe a little biased. It's Chloe Moriando, her album that came out this year. Blood Bunny. Um, I love it. It sounds metal. And she's alternative indie. Like, I don't I don't know how to explain it. I like it. Nothing too crazy, I guess. What? Fuck! I was so determined on one album and then I went into my Apple Music oh, and I saw a different band. I fucked up and I'm going to go with the second band. I'm not going to go with the All first right. band. What yes. Is it? So, the album I'm going to choose is from 2011. It's from the band Bleeding Through, and it's called The Great Fire. Oh, that's such a good album. I shared this album in oh, our little text group. Blend of the, the first blend two of songs. The blend of the first two songs, The March and Faith and Fire. Oh. Um, Did you listen to it? I don't remember. Okay, this. we're going to have to listen to it after the show. Like, I had a completely different band, also beginning with the letter B. Oh, and, I found it. Okay. And also, um, who just released an album. But it wasn't their new album I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about actually their original release. I'll talk about that one next week if I don't get sidetracked. Um, but Bleeding Through is the predominant, in my opinion, West Coast hardcore metal band um, of all the mid-2000s to early 2010s. And The Great Fire, that fucking album just punches you. Right away. There were songs on that album that are a minute and 38 seconds long and hit harder than five-minute metal songs. Mm-hmm. The, the, the album right. is truly incredible. So, high recommend to anybody who wants to listen. And if you just want to listen to two songs on the album, just first listen two. to the first two songs. First two. The March and uh, Fire That Kills. Alrighty. Now okay. I cut you off halfway through your outro. Now right. we can go back. Um, <laughs> Again, thank everybody for listening to Doink. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to 
us on the social media, Doink, uh, Double Doink Network. Mm-hmm. You can reach out to myself at Doink 508 so D-E-R underscore L-A-U-F-E-N underscore D-O-I-N-K underscore 508. You can reach out to Josh. I am at the J-L-T-H-E-J-A-U-L-D. And then we have Michaela. I'm at M-I-C-K-Y-Y underscore 16. Um, If you guys want to always support us, you know, you can just listen to our podcast on any streaming service. We are on all of them at this Spotify, point. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart, every single streaming platform. If you look for us hard enough, you'll, you'll find, find us. us. Um, maybe eventually we'll throw some shit up on YouTube. Just for shits yeah. and giggles, Ooh, some clips. YouTube so this way, famous. this way we can uh, Viral. we can see what kind Hell, of. Hell, maybe we'll uh, start a tickety talk. Maybe we'll do a <gasps> TikTok. Get get me doing some stupid dances. Be pretty funny. Oh That'd God. be fun. Yes. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, but this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>